see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags when the day is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. You ready to do it? Are you ready to do this? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was like, I was having a stroke. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> right. I'm, yes, I'm so sure. <laughs> we would have to name it, you know, like Latoya Stroke. <laughs> Please join us for a special episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I was So can you hear my music when you come on when I'm listening to music? No, I didn't hear anything when I logged on. Okay, yeah, because I was jamming out to my Prince playlist. Oh, okay, yeah, no, 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 didn't hear it. So, I mean, are you okay? Can you remember all important birthdays and that sort of thing? Is, I guess so, sure. Out of your body, unable to move? <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll be okay for now. Okay, all right, all right. All right, so welcome to In the Stacks with Barry. And LaToya. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this is an interesting show. I think because last week something happened for the first time since we have started our show back. Oh, I flaked out so much that I was like, yeah. I'm not recording the show. <laughs> yeah, for the first time, one of us was actually too much of a pussy. <laughs> no, right? I was actually very sick. So, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say yes, it is my fault. However, I was dreadfully sick that day Mm. Uh, earlier in the day I had to do uh, I taught a a class or a session and by the afternoon um, my cold became so unbearable that I I could not be in front of the computer in the office I had to go and lay down so Mm. um, so yeah you know after my two weeks off from (laughs) for for the this break i had to take an extra couple days because i got sick after being off for two weeks See, i could have sworn you were sick when this last season ended and i don't then think you were so. sick last week and then when i talked to you on the phone the other night you're like you're getting sick again well yeah i did feel that way um what day was that monday tuesday something like that but i was feeling sick know. because you're the getting night- sick every day. No, I'm not sick every day. No, you're just, getting sick every day. I'm, I'm just really bad. Um, I don't take as good a care of myself as I should. And I think that that's the, big, the biggest issue. Like the night before when I told you that I felt like I was coming back down with a cold was because I didn't go to sleep until like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I had to be up for at 8 a.m., yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was what happened. And my body was still, a, you know, getting better. I wasn't fully recovered from having had a severe cold. Right. So um, fortunately, well, that night and every night since I have been going to bed at a decent enough time and getting yeah. theoretically enough sleep. And so I, I don't feel that way now. Right. Well, I'm just sick in another I, way. I just think it's odd because I don't get sick that often. And I work in what is basically a accessible. Yeah. Whereas you, you kind of live in a, like a bubble. Right. right. 
I mean, you're sequestered for the most part. You're right. quarantined. You do have a <laughs> husband who comes to visit every now and then, and he is a truck driver, so who the hell knows what he's bringing? <laughs> but, I mean, on a daily basis, you're not seeing human beings. Right. That's very true. But so my immune system has always been crap. And so, you know, that's also, it's funny because, you know, when we were working together at the library, I would, you know, I had my own space, my own little office or, you know, hole in the wall because I didn't like to be around people, including you. <laughs> and mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know what it is, but if someone is sick in the vicinity of me, I'm going to get oh. sick. No, um, I mean, you, somebody will tell you on the phone they're sick. And you're like, oh, God, I'm going to get sick. Well, I mean, you know. It's like it travels through the ether to you. I may be. You know, maybe something psychologically happens to me, and then it manifests itself. So I don't know. That's but called hypochondria. I, no, because it's real. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's not just real to me. Right. Anyway, okay. whatever. Right, so, so we are back after yes, a three-week break. This is the season premiere, God damn it. It is. It absolutely is. So what is going to be better in 2020 than in previous years? Is okay, this a then. A question or, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you know, there's going to be a presidential election this year. <sighs> yeah, That'll be is. interesting, right? That, that, that is a correct um, choice. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, last year was a stressful year for me. Um, so I do feel like things are calming down. Uh, after like I don't know four or five years of of uh, madness. Well, I don't know because like oh. I honestly think that your life is extremely eventful. I don't really think so. Well, I mean, it's so eventful that the stuff that you're involved in or that involve you <laughs> are so out there. We can't even talk about it on the show, like that at all. Awful. That huh? awful. And it's not that bad. It is that bad. Well, you know, look, look, I have, I've become a very, in the past, you know, month, <laughs> a very calm individual, right? Right. I'm pretty chill, you know, I, 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 you're kind of beating around the bush a little bit. I, I have a, a relationship now. I actually mm -hmm. changed my Facebook status. Right, it's Facebook official, so. Yes, mm -hmm. Drachnara. <laughs> Yeah, so I have to tell you about Drachnara. Okay. All right, so I told her, I said, everybody on the show has, like, pseudonyms, right? Right. I said, you know, is there anything you would prefer if you come up on the show that we call you? And I was expecting something like Natasha or, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she had one, damn, it was like, boom, right? And even had, like, a pronunciation guide she gave. I was supposed what? to play this on the first syllable. Drac. Nara, Drakenara. I, I don't know. I'm probably screwing it up. Anyway, what, what the hell does it mean? I don't know. I literally just asked her tonight. I was like, what, which name should we use? She said, Drakenara. I said, okay. That's the key to a happy relationship, I found. So, um, I mean, okay. I see you added it to our <laughs> pseudonyms list, but I'm fixing yes. it because you did not put it in alphabetical order like the others. Were the others in alphabetical order? Yes, they are in alphabetical order. I just fixed it. They're alphabetical order by first name, by first real name. By real first name. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I've tried to calm down. 
Right? Yeah, but I mean, so yeah, the, and so I like noticed all, that she um, is. I think she liked the show and all that kind yeah, of stuff. She said so she was going to start listening. I don't know the stuff she'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, look, look, you know, I had, I had my madness. It was brief. It lasted about, you know, half a decade. Right? Okay, all right, because I was about to say, if you just said a couple months or something, I would have called you out, because no. No, no, it was kind of like my lost weekend. Okay, yep. Lasted from, like, 2014 to 2019. Yeah, I had that, too. I yeah. mean, that was my mostly my t- later 20s, so. Yeah. So, so yes, you, you know, were there to witness all of that chaos, and I'm sure at that time, true. yes, must have been like, God, she is batshit crazy. Now yes. the stuff you tell me feels like it's so much more than the craziness that I went through. Yeah, you know, I used to think, you know, what the fuck is wrong with her? Exactly. And now I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Really? Yes, so, indeed. But, you know, look, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ho-free, right? <laughs> I'm hope free, okay? No hoes. Um, I am. You're presently nobody sugar daddy. I am nobody sugar daddy. Okay. Right? Um, you know the closest thing to a sugar daddy is for my son, right? There you go. Yeah, oh, so and I limit his sugar for health reasons. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, so things are going all right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying no to. Things I should say no to. Impulses. Yes. Impulse control. That's what's going to be better in 2020. Okay. Okay. I still spend too much money. I do too. I spend way too much money. I've been on this Bath and Body Works trip. Oh, yeah. I saw this. (laughs) Look, when I logged in tonight, right, I went to see if you would put anything in the um, program guide that we have because last week, you know, you didn't even do that. Right, because right. I was sick. Yeah, right. So I threw in a few things today, right? Because I have a lot of stuff to talk about, right? Right. And um, and I noticed your thing about Bath and Body Works. This is since December 30th. Mm-hmm. You spent last year. dollars yep. On fucking what? <laughs> I mean, so- that, that's more expensive than like, you know, those candles that smell like, uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's cooch. <laughs> Well, I did not buy her cooch candles. Um, I was, I don't know what it is. I, well, I kind of do. Like if I'm, you know, psychoanalyzing myself, I think that when I start to get in a certain mood, I compensate for it by, you know, the high you get from like shopping or buying something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do that. Um, And it's like, you know, I don't realize I'm really doing it at the time until I stop and actually (laughs) look. So... I spent five hundred and thirteen dollars and twenty two cents. But but I'm and well, so at Bath and Body Works, I get like so most of that stuff is for <laughs> some lotions and stuff like that that they fragrance they discontinued, it? huh? That's a lot of damn lotion. It is. So I don't need any more lotions or body sprays or or shower gel stuff for like at least a year or so. See, the last time I went to a Bath and Body Works, which was the first time I'd been in one in years, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I, I bought two candles, right? And so since then, I've kind of like started buying nice smelling candles if I'm in yeah. like a grocery store, right? <laughs> but I'm not mm, okay. like, like these expensive places. But like sitting next to me is Vanilla Bean Noel. 
I that's a nice one. Ones, uh, because vanilla is very sexy to me. Yes, that's actually the majority of the stuff that I have now in my mm-hmm. collection is vanilla stuff because I'm realizing too, it's it also keeps me a little just it's a calming kind of feeling. So mm-hmm. like the if I'm if I have candles going generally it's a vanilla or something like that. Do you just I don't like really vanilla get into or does the, like vanilla get like get you horny? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. It, it doesn't work that way for me. Um, well, it's not like it's not like you know I get like an erection, but but okay. I'm like, fuck, that's good. I'm not sure if I want to eat it or fuck it, right? Okay, it's, yeah, I don't have that problem, but I mean, you okay. know, thanks for telling me. Yeah. Well, that's what the <laughs> show is about. Whatever. So it wasn't. I, and, I'm and look, not, you make me sound like I'm awful. You're the one because you are thousand dollars <laughs> on lotion. It wasn't just on me though. <laughs> I bought stuff for my husband. So oh, I mean, geez. it's. So, I mean, I got him, like, shower gel stuff and all that. Because they do, of course, have... <laughs> but he's a dude. He ha- they have men's collection at Bath and Body Works. I'm sure he said, oh, thanks, baby, stuff. for the shower gel. It's shower gel and lotion and spray <laughs> and hand sanitizers and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, I've got enough for the both of us. I just didn't realize until I was, you know, prepping for the show. <laughs> I mean, I knew I'd spent a lot. Right. And then I was, then I was like, well, let me figure out just how much was a lot. And I was like, how the hell did I even have that money to spend? Which I suppose theoretically I don't, even though I do. So I don't have any credit cards because, you know, I was horrible right. and I'm doing the whole debt management That's always thing. makes me wonder is where the money comes from. Yeah. I mean, it's cash. And so, um, the, <laughs> I hope the IRS isn't listening. Um, I think what it's coming <laughs> from is the fact that I have always been really shitty about paying my, uh, self-employment taxes. Um, oh. cause you know, you're supposed to take that out yourself and send it to them every quarter. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no. So, you know, I do have a tax debt that I pay on every month as well. <laughs> as well but um i think that's why it is that i was able to just spend that money and not even really think about it because yeah so so um was it like a lot of cheap things or was it just like a like 10 really expensive things no i got a shit ton of stuff i mean so okay. like i think that i got like maybe a total of hmm, 20 lotions different types like because they have the two wow. different kinds that they sell um, i don't think the, i don't like, need lotion huh i well i have to use lotion like all the time i think it's just do you get ashy well i'm not usually i do sometimes okay. that's so cute and, of you trying to drop that word in there ashy. well you know yes. my kids they're always like talking about how ashy they get and they always ask me it's like you what kind of lotion you use and i'm like i don't use any they're like well see so here's the thing generally get speaking like, caucasian don't people don't get ashy generally okay. speaking it's a right. you know a black thing or a color person thing whatever right. so because you're not um, black i know that do you what i said you're not black but i mean i am of color Right. So, <laughs> it's a of color. I mean, thing. On previous episodes, we have you have confirmed. I understand now. You're not. <laughs> so yes. So um, we have to lotion. Um, uh-huh. You know, if we take a shower, all that kind of stuff, we have to lotion because our skin just dries out. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that because now Gwen is starting to lotion, you know, now that she's married to my, my brother and he lotions every day, all that kind of stuff. She, she's felt the need to also lotion, even though she is Caucasian. And mm. so it's, it's a, like a whole new thing for her, but, but yeah, we have to lotion every day. Um, because okay. yes, we will get 
ashy, our skin will dry out. So it's kind of like with um, non-Caucasian hair, you've got to put stuff in it, otherwise it's going right. to dry out. So we don't have yeah. the issues of, oh, our hair is oily. No, we want it to be oily because it's dry otherwise. Anyway, so I spent, yes, all the, half a grand on <laughs> just stuff. But I mean, I'm so proud of myself. I redid my linen closet. So now I see everything. And so I know if I'm going to be running low on stuff because I also really like to buy stuff in bulk because I think it's an OCD thing as well. But but yeah, so I have everything well, I mean, laid you, out. And, the way you never leave the house, you're kind of like a doomsday prepper. Kind of, kind yeah, of. So I think that's why you're buying in bulk. Maybe. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, it's like if I don't have to leave the house, that's fantastic. Um, you know, I, I think I, if it wasn't for the fact that I go and have movie night with, with Gwen and then I do spend time with family now and then, otherwise I wouldn't have a reason to leave the house. I mean, I Although could I, technically get my groceries delivered, but I, I use that as an opportunity to just go and pick it up. Granted, I don't go in the store and shop for myself. I order my stuff online. I go and do the, it's click list on, on Kroger. And then I, they just bring it to my car. So. Mm. Although and I, I know this is going to seem kind of, you know, strange after I just said you never leave the house, but you have recently been leaving the house a lot recently but see, you know it's like a concentrated period and, of time yeah like i don't know like auctions you know going yachting all this whatever no, no 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 we went you, you're so horrible you make me sound like such a snob um, <laughs> you are a snob you know that <laughs> so we went to uh we had high um high tea and <laughs> with, with the family and that was fun and we also went to uh, the cabins or cottages, whatever you want to call it. We like to stay at the ones at the state parks because they've redone them all and they're really in like high class. Um, anyway, so we spent a couple of days there. And then um, a couple of days after that, I went and had wine taste, uh, you know, did a wine tasting. I'd never done that before. So it was like a triple date, my cousin and her husband, my brother, and of course, Gwen and myself and Kay went and did a wine tasting and it was fun. But, but see, I mean, you know, it's, it's extremes. It's always extremes for me. I yeah. will either not leave the house for like a month or not do anything for a couple months and then there'll be a flurry of activity and then it dies down just this week. We, we did go to the movies this week. And then I also, yesterday, we went out and did some just, we did, went to Bath and Body Works again. But we, you know, I left the house. So, so yeah. Yeah, I just expect, you know, eventually you're going to be like, oh, you know, we're going to have to not do the show this week because I'm going to like a horse race. <laughs> now, that's and... where I draw the line. I don't do the animal stuff, honestly. And that'll tie into something we'll talk about later. But yeah, I'm not an animal okay. fan. <laughs> so you will not find me um, at a horse race. And especially after I watched this, the thing on um, real sports about how the industry is, I will never, you will never find me at a horse race. No. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But so now that we are in the new year, you're of course in a new semester, right? Yes. Yes. I'm in a new semester. <clears throat> so I've got all new students. Um, Although we're still dealing with stuff from last semester because I've been um, working late every night this week until uh, five o'clock. 
<laughs> Sorry. Hey, well, hey, hey, I'm yeah, but I'm at work at seven. Then. No, I get it, but it's still so funny. I was working late till five o'clock. It's like that, that, I wore my big bag, my big boy pants. <laughs> that's a ten-hour day every day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is it that you were doing in that that time? Why uh, did you have so to work from three thirty so to five? I'm remediating people who failed the end of course test from last semester. Oh, geez, how how many are what? Well, yeah, how many people? Um, because me and another teacher split up American literature. I mm-hmm. could have had as many as twenty two there every day, but the most who showed up any day was um, I think there was one day there was like over ten. Um, but like yesterday and today I had four people. So I mean they have the option of showing up? So the way it works is supposedly mm-hmm. they're told that if they do not come to all four days, they will not be allowed to take the makeup test, which means they won't get credit for the milestone, which means they will have to retake the class. But they do. What they, what they end up doing is um, they let them take the test. Because mm-hmm. we, it showed the improvement in the numbers. Um, they let them take the test, but if they come all four days, they like give them two free bonus points. <laughs> and if you don't come all four days, you don't get those two points. Um, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but of course, sixty-eight is the cutoff. And I mean, I had people, you know, who got sixty-seven. So, um, you know, those two points would have saved them if they had been able to get it last semester. Right. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing this week. So I've been tired as hell because um, it's just like an extra ninety minutes a day. But you know, it, it, it means I get home and it feels like it's so much later. So, so like, I mean, but what do you do in that time? Is it that you're just reteaching or going over the um, So Monday and Tuesday, I worked with them on the writing portion. We talked about, you know, how the rubrics work. Um, what can you do to make sure you get as many points as possible? Um, and then I gave them um, like a, a practice. It's, a, it's an old milestone question from a, a released test mm-hmm. um, where they can actually they had to read these two things and then they have to actually do a short response and an essay okay um, and then yesterday and today uh, we talked about you know what kind of other stuff is on the test because there's a 75 question multiple choice part mm-hmm. and so we talked about what kind of things are usually on there what things they might need to remember what's the difference between theme and topic and then I gave them uh, like a practice milestone to take um, and so they took that, uh, on the computer, um, just to, you know, get more practice taking those kind of questions. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been exhausted. So like tonight I got home at like 545, uh, fed the guinea pigs, threw some uh, clothes in the laundry, um, opened the mail. Um, yeah, I saw you logged in at like 559 or something like yeah. that. It was ridiculous. It was like, whatever, loser. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> You know, because, yeah, I mean, it was like time's flying, you know. So I, well, I mean, I would have been able to sure. record earlier today, but my 5.30 meeting actually got shifted to 6 today. So, so um, yeah, but, you know, it's well, all good. You were there. Some days, some days I don't have lunch because I don't have time and then I have dinner. But, like, today I knew I wouldn't have time for dinner, so I made sure to have lunch. So. Um, okay. And, you know, you got to get, a, like, a, a teacher body schedule, too, because, like, I, I peed at 6.30 this morning, <laughs> and I didn't get another chance to pee until, like, 12.05, and, uh, and I had to go. 
Um, I would think so. Well, what's hilarious <laughs> is that another thing that I talked about, talked to going about yesterday, I'm like a camel when it comes to that. I can, I can like, if I need to pee right now, I could literally wait another two, three hours and it not bother that's, me. That's unlike most women. Hmm. Yeah, I can, I can wait. to pee more often. Well, I mean, if I, so, and it's, it's funny because there's the flip side of that too. Like if I'm at home and I drink a lot of fluid, it's like almost as soon as I finish drinking a bottle, I got to go pee. But like if I'm out or doing something, I don't, you know, I, and even if I'm drinking all that stuff, I can still just hold it. I mean, it's not like I'm deliberately doing it, but, but yeah, so I don't drink a lot when it's closer to bedtime because I will get up like five times at night to go pee. Right. But it, during the day, it doesn't bother me. So yeah, I guess my body is making up for it at night if I do that. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, if during the week, I feel like I sleep so little at night mm -hmm. that I don't generally wake up. Well, eat. I mean, now you've got, you know, a girlfriend, so things are all crazy and so busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but see, she's in Illinois. <laughs> yeah, but that's, see, so, long distance, that, that, that's so, even so, harder. So the people listening, they, they should realize, you know, that at this point, uh, we have not physically, because I've known her for a long time, we have not physically seen each other in person in about 30 years. Right. You know, so. Um, but no, I, it's exhausting so, in, in any kind of relationship, more so when it's a long distance one, because there's more, there's a lot more maintenance to that as far as being available to text or talk and, you know, it, and then it just changes your schedule in general, because you want to be available when that person's available. And, you know, so well, I, I would think true. that that would also attribute to why you're more tired. Because I, I mean, was it I the mean, other night you were like you had you had to stay up until like ten thirty or something? Uh, well, that's that like because, late. That was because T'Challa was here. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So T'Challa was here, and so I wanted to because I hadn't seen him in a while. I was like, I'll stay up a little later than usual. <laughs> but, now, now, uh, Drachnara, emphasis on the first syllable. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, she actually, you know, I've been telling her, you know, at ten ten o'clock I got to bed, and um, she's like, okay. So yeah, she hasn't been difficult about that. Okay. Um, so when it comes to television. Yes. All right. Before we talk about your, your, your problem. <laughs> um, you know, I finished watching Penny Dreadful a while back and you did too. Yes. Uh, and we reviewed it off the air. So if you guys want to hear it, you should have become a Patreon subscriber and gotten one of our special episodes. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, I did read the prequel comic series that came out. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really like it too much. The story was okay, but the art was horrible. Okay. Um, then I bought the first volume. There are three volumes that are set after the series ended and it's written by the producer. So it's supposed to be, you know, official fourth season. And I, I read the first book and I liked it. It was good. Mm -hmm. um, it did feel like the show. Everybody who was there in at the end of season three is there in season four um they do some interest i'm not sure how i feel about it yet the new direction they're going with billy piper's character mm -hmm. um it was not what i had expected hmm. uh, okay. she's god and she's she's still looking to organize all of her girls into right. something. but she's she's trying she's she's realizing now that she left behind something good in victor and it, anyway, it's kind of weird. Um, 
and there's this whole new cult thing going around. Um, a lot of stuff with, um, you know, Ethan and uh, the whole Wolf of God stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all the folks are there, including, um, you know, Miss Ives. Um, Ethan is seeing her around town. Okay. Right. And it comes come to find out that there is there's there's this mummy basically who's running around serving um satan and <laughs> the mummy wants a a bride right as they do and um so he wants they have such a need for a bride but yeah mm-hmm. well you know he's got urges he wants to trip <laughs> off and stuff and uh anyway so he wants them to bring back um vanessa so she can be his like undead bride mm-hmm. right but she's already running around, apparently. Um, so I don't know, it's weird. But I've only read the first of the three, so I haven't bought the second volume yet. But I would recommend it if you liked it. Um, you and I watched the trailer for the spinoff series, Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Right. Set in the 1930s. Which I assume you could just not even watch any of the, the, like the original series and be fine, because it's not, it's not yes. connected, really. Supposedly, yeah, it's it's only a spiritual right and off. Uh, I don't know. I can't tell yet based off that that trailer if I'm interested or not. Well, I'm not gonna. I know I'm not gonna watch it simply because when you suggested seeing Penny Dreadful, mm-hmm. I you know was like, I guess you know, so that you'll just leave me alone about it. But you enjoyed it. I did, but it. I don't generally watch stuff with, with that. I mean, I know it's horror whatever um i'm not a fan of horror in general and when it gets into the whole satanic stuff and all that stuff it's not that i have an issue necessarily i just don't really care for that stuff um it was a good series i did find that for me uh this the witcher series was a little bit more gorish to me than um <laughs> than penny dreadful was but i yeah i'm good i don't need to venture into that realm again I, I'm I'm good. So if you know, maybe if you say this spiritual sequel is um is good, I may consider watching it because it has what is it, Natalie Dormer or whatever. Yeah, who I do like her. Yeah, I do like her. She was in. Most people probably know her from Game of Thrones, but yeah, um, she was in Hunger Games too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I definitely forgot about that. Um, so so yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, it's it's. Yeah, you'll have to let you'll have to let me know because I'm I'm sure you'll at least watch the first episode just for curiosity's sake. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Um, and Natalie Dormer is one of those people who's got such an interesting look. Yes, yes, she does. Sometimes, sometimes I'll see pictures of her and I'm like, wow. And the other times it's like, you look weird. Yeah, sometimes she looks weird. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, sometimes I mean, she photographs and it's like she's stunning. Yeah. Oh, such an unusual look. So I, and she's one of those people that's like, is she attractive? Is she not attractive? I don't know. Give me five yeah. minutes. I'll, I'll change my mind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She is that, She is like that. So um, so I'm lately I've been watching several things. First of all, I watched a series called Cheer. It is awesome. It, it has taken the uh, interwebs by storm because everybody who watched it loved it. Me and a whole bunch of teachers uh, that I, when I posted that I had watched it, uh, they all crawled out of the woodwork, and so we've been talking about it, you know, because it was only six episodes. So is it about cheerleading? It's about a cheerleading squad. In, in high school. Pro. No, it's a college. Ah. 
Huntsville in Texas, and they've won like 13 national championships in the past like 20 years. Okay. Um, and it's just about the team they had last season. Um, and so it very much goes into who the kids are and where the backgrounds are. How do they end up in cheer? Mm-hmm. There's so many, so many interesting characters. Uh, yeah, he'd call them characters, but, um, and some of them, I, there's like a couple I became very interested in and, you know, had to look into what was happening with them after the series. And, uh, one of my favorites was this girl named Lexi who just, she's kind of troubled and, mm-hmm. you know, she's not your prototypical uh, cheerleader. She's like okay. a stoner type. Um, but she could flip like nobody's business anyway. Um, but she gets kicked off the team after uh, Daytona, um, because she was in a car with somebody who had a lot of drugs. Okay. And, um, she said they weren't hers, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bills, kicked off the team, right. And so she goes back home and she's back hanging out and going to nightclubs and everything, which is what she was doing before. It just breaks my heart. And there's this uh, kid named Jerry who's kind of chubby. Everyone mm-hmm. loves Jerry. You know, uh, if you could be one thing in this world, be a Jerry. Uh, he is fantastic. He's just a great human being. Uh, his mom died uh, several years ago. And um, yeah, he's just great. Is this a Netflix series? I've it is. I would recommend it. Passing. it. Okay. I would recommend it to, if you're a human being, I think you should watch it. <laughs> so this is just a good show to watch. It's a great show to watch. It's, okay. it's emotional. It's exciting. Um, you will leave. If you didn't already think that cheerleaders were the most kick-ass athletes in the world, uh, you will definitely, uh, after seeing this. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I definitely, you know, I grew up during the bring it on period. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think cheerleaders are pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking God, forward to the injuries. Are yeah. awesome. I mean, there's one point where this flyer, that's what they call the people they throw mm-hmm. you know, they throw her and nobody's there to catch her. Holy crap. Oh, I mean, they just threw her, that little girl way up in the air. And it is like, wow. And oh my gosh. Any of the injuries, they cut away like right before they land. So it's like you see her light way up in the air and you see there's nobody there. <laughs> Everybody's going, Oh my God. You know, and doctors are running over. Oh my gosh. That is. So, yeah. I mean, that is freaky. Yeah. Um, is, are they like our, ep- our long episodes or something? Yes, it's okay. six episodes. They're each an hour. Um, I wish, I wish they had done more than six episodes because I just, I found it so interesting. Uh, there's people you like and people you don't like as much. Um, but you really get to feel like you know them very well. Oh, okay. Um, so highly recommended. I'm uh, looking it up right now on my, um, on my app, the show cheer. And it is, yeah, it was only one season. Yes. Yes. Apparently it was back in 2012. Um, That's when it was recorded, apparently recorded. Cause the producers that. were Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. I'm positive they were talking about events that had happened later than that. It says it's 2012. Because it's showing the sixth episode that it's a six episode run. I'm using my TV time app. On, on the Netflix official site, it says it is uh, a 2020 show set during the 2019 season. That is weird. Maybe that's a different series called Cheer. That's also six episodes? I don't know. I'm on. I'm on the Netflix official site. Is the person the coach Patty Ann Romero? Mm, I don't think that was her name. <laughs> I 
I don't remember her name. She was she's a very memorable character. Is it a New Jersey gym or no? No, no, they're in Texas. Okay, sorry. So that's another one. I don't I don't even see it here in my list on my on my app. And yeah. it's just called Cheer. Mm-hmm. The, uh, like the coach is Monica Aldama, nicknamed the Queen. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll have to look yeah. that up then. So it is. It is awesome. It's so good. Um, and, and, and there's like one character named Gabby who's been like a, a YouTube star ever since she was a little girl, and her mm-hmm. parents are just creepy as fuck. <laughs> her mom is obviously like living through her, and her dad is like pimping her out. Oh, okay, um, okay, one of it's those. It's just terrible. Uh, I'm. I can. I definitely see a day in Gabby's life when she is very angry. I think. Okay. Um, probably she's there now you know but i don't think she realizes yet uh that she i mean i don't know it's like they're whoring her out you know um there's there was an episode of an article posted five hours ago about the show on vox why cheer netflix's um, fantastic docuseries is so addictive Hmm. it is and the fact that it's only six everybody when we talk about at work we're like "Ah," you know it's like it's like we want to know more you know, because they tell us a little bit at the end, like Jerry transfers to Louisville. Okay. Did he make the team? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I heard he's, I saw a picture on his Instagram. He's wearing the Louisville outfit. You know, anyway. So good stuff. I also, okay. Well, I'll have to check that out then. I, I, I could see myself watching that. Yeah. I watched the first three seasons of uh, The Good Place. Um, so what do you think? I know that you told me when you started and you're like, uh, so are you. Um, I love the first season. Mm hmm. And there are things in the second and third seasons I like. Okay. I don't want to give it away in case people haven't watched it. The, the, the twist at the end of season one, um, I felt for me, um, wasn't the, a twist that I loved. And I felt like the series never, for me, recovered from it. Really? Oh. Season two. And I told you what I feared season two would be. Mm-hmm. Constant. It was like Groundhog Day. Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of that. And even in season three, season three's cliffhanger involves once again somebody's <laughs> memory being erased. And it's like, yeah, this is sweet, but <laughs> well, I enjoy it. I happened I'm, ten times. I'm yeah. caught up on it. I did, in fact, watch. Yeah. The most recent episode, I think I watched it last night. It was one day this week I watched the last episode because they are in season four. This is the yeah. last season. I have to wait and... for it to come on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, That's why I only watched three seasons. Yeah, so there's 13 episodes this se- this season, which is oh, like the Oh, that's the, the most first. so far. Huh? So that's the most so far, isn't it? Well, no, the first season apparently was 13 episodes as well. Season okay. two and three were only 12. Gotcha. But I do know that this one is the last season of the show. And I mean, I've enjoyed it at some, it's just, I've you know, enjoyed it's one it. of, huh? I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that you haven't like, I guess, loved it, but um, it is, it is one of my series. It's no Brooklyn Nine-Nine, although I loved how many, so many characters on The Good Place are like um, supporting characters on Nine-Nine. <laughs> um, the guy who plays, um, you know, the big boss down in hell, he's married to the, the captain on, um, you know, Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. The guy who comes from the bad place, who's like, you know, the one who's given, um, you know, uh, 
what's her name? Such a hard time. Um, he is a jerk on nine nine. He's from a rival, you know, police station. Mm. There's just so many folks on there. Every time it was like, Oh yeah, that guy. And they did her. Um, so that was fun for me. Um, but yeah, I still I have an act that that Ted Danson, uh, has grown into the kind of role that if this show had been made in the eighties would have been played by Dick Van Dyke. Yes. Yes. Very true. Very, yeah. very true. I just remember when Ted Danson was a sex symbol when he was. I know it's, on it's, Cheers. it's and it's just crazy. so funny. Yeah. Well, even when you think about Tom Selleck, um, he's on. Oh, yeah. I don't watch the show. Is it um, Blue Bloods? Yeah, that one. Yeah, every old woman I know watches the show. You what? Every old woman I know watches the show and loves it. Are you serious? Yeah, I've mother, never seen my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> watch uh, True Blood. Uh, True Blood. They all watch Blue Bloods. And talk about how sexy he still is. Yeah, I never watched the show. I mean, I see the commercials for it, and I'm like, this is still on, but <laughs> I've yeah. never seen it. I've never watched an episode. And I mean, you know, I, I know a lot about television since I spent so much time watching television. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which. Yes. So, um, you know, I use my TV Time app to track my shows, and I, I realize I do watch an awful lot of television. And so in November, I watched apparently 71 episodes. And in most cases, the episodes of stuff that I watch are about, you know, I guess if it's an hour long show, it'll run about 40 something minutes. So over 71 hours of TV, this doesn't include any movies that I, I watched during that period. In December, it was 61 episodes. So there was a little de decrease. And then thus far in January, I've watched 15 episodes, although that feels wrong. Like that number is wrong to me. I it feel like it's like, higher. It seems like, uh, yeah, you're headed for a really low month. It does seem that way, but I, I don't know. Cause it, yeah, it's just weird. Cause I'm like, I feel like I'm- You watched... are going outside more. A little bit more, just a little. And I am trying to start reading again. So I have, you know, once the new year started, I've started back on doing like, I, I have this thing called my big three. So that is to work out, meditate and journal. And so that's what I aim to do like every weekday. The weekends are just, I, those don't count. I don't, I try not to task myself with anything on the weekends because I feel like I'm so regimented most of the week that there is right. not a need to do that during the weekend. So, so, yeah. so which of my books are you reading? Uh, it varies. So I was watching, reading one on, <laughs> I, I was reading a non, uh, nonfiction one on. I asked which of my books are you reading? Yeah. I'm deliberately not answering your question. Uh. Just <laughs> I am reading a, a book on the Pomodoro technique which is what I've been using as far as um, working. It's kind of, the, the premise is basically you work for 25 minutes, you get five minutes break. You work for 25 minutes, you get another five minute break. And during that break, you're supposed to walk away, do something else, all that kind of stuff. And if I don't, and then like if you, once you've completed four Pomodoros or Pomodori, the, that, that break is a 15 minute break instead of just a five minute break. I've also been forcing myself to take a lunch break and actually do it, you know, in the living room. Like I will eat something and I'll watch an episode of something. I'm trying to be better about how much TV I'm watching. So 
I've started to kind of set my limit at, you know, no more than an hour or two um, of TV during the week. Mm-hmm. So like if I have lunch and, I, and I'm watching something that counts as just one and I may then that night not watch anything or I'll watch one thing, but I, it can't be more than an hour. So, yeah. well, I mean, you know, because it's just, it's a lot of screen time because, you know, I read yeah. the stuff I read is also on my iPad. So it's literally a lot of screen time. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm finishing up that nonfiction book. I'm reading uh, a book by my favorite fiction author, Grace Borrows right now. And so I don't like to read multiple books at one time, but I'm starting to try and force myself into, you know, flexing a little bit. So. So yeah, I'm trying to to maintain healthier habits in 2020. Okay, well, good. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So you did see a movie? It was like Boss Baby or something. No, I didn't see Boss Baby. When it one went with the, like uh, the little baby in the ads. I don't know. No, this one doesn't have a baby in the ad. That that movie came out like ages ago, <laughs> and I never saw it. It was an Alec Baldwin movie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was the voice of the baby. Yeah, I I never saw it so this week we saw like a boss it was actually filmed in atlanta it's it's relatively short the runtime of the movie is like an hour and 20 minutes so i mean it's it's really short most well it says here an hour and 23 minutes but yeah it was filmed in atlanta and so you know those are always exciting and you know just being able to say okay i know where that is that kind of thing uh online it's (laughs) imdb gives it a 4.1 Mm-hmm. out of 10 and rotten tomatoes gives it a 19 percent uh fandango 66 percent, and on google 65 percent. and it's put it this way it's just a movie if you just want to go and laugh that's the that's the movie you go see it it's um mm-hmm. it it doesn't try to be too serious and there are points in there where I'm like, uh, you know, like that maybe that joke didn't go over quite so well. But it is right. hilarious. The parts that are funny, it's just laughing through th- those periods. Uh, so it has Tiffany Haddish in it. And that name I know, but I don't think I pick her out. Do you, mean, um, you did see Night School, right? Yes. Okay. The one who played the teacher, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. been in like a million other things since she blew up. So um, she's in it. And I can never pronounce this chick's name right. Is it Rose Brent? How did she pronounce it? Brent, Bryn Byron? She's been in like a million movies. But right. anyway, they play best friends and they have a uh, cosmetics company together. And so Tiffany Haddish's character, she's like the laid back artsy one. She just kind of comes and does her thing. And Rose is the, her character is the more serious one when it comes to business, but they are both like clearly in their thirties and, you know, they still smoke pot and do all this other stuff. And there's a scene with a, a vag baby cake. And I mean, it's just, again, it's just something to, if you're just wanting to unwind, watch that movie it's funny and you know that's all i can say about it is that it's funny don't try to think about it as anything more than that yeah i think maybe people sometimes try to make it more than it is so i haven't heard much about it because yeah Yeah, when you mentioned it i was like i don't don't even know that is yeah we saw the trailers um in in the theater when we'd go see movies and then i re i remembered it 
and and looked it up so uh, I don't think it's done extreme. I mean, I assume it hasn't done f extremely well, but mm. I do know that, you know, our theater being where it is geographically, that it would carry that movie. <laughs> so, mm. so yeah, it was, it was, um, it, they had a $29 million budget, which you can actually tell it was, it was a lower budget movie. And mm -hmm. apparently so far it's only made 13.6 millions in, in the theaters. It was released um, on the 10th. So it was just a couple days ago. Okay. So. Um, I saw Spies in Disguise. Yes. Yeah, I was, we were thinking about seeing it because it has the voice of Will Smith as well as, mm -hmm. um, what's his name? Spider-Man, right? Yes, yes, yeah. it was him. Um, Mom's, Tom Holland, I think yes. is his name or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so how was it? It was actually really good. Um, I, could, I hope there's a sequel. Um, the whole gimmick, you know, with him being stuck in the pigeon's body, um, mm -hmm. I honestly, I, I would have been fine if they had skipped all of that. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, it was funny. It was funny, but it's like, it was just an amusing spy movie. Um, mm. I, I liked it. Uh, and I, I thought that the character that, um, Tom Holland plays and the character played by, uh, Will Smith, it, there's good chemistry. Um, I think they'd be fun just to, you know see them running around one of them being the action guy and the other being the brainy guy you know yeah yeah but you know the, the stuff with the pigeon every now and then it, it was kind of like you know all right yeah we get it you know he's a, he's a bird but um it was just a good movie uh i really liked it uh, uh t'challa said afterwards that um you know he said he said you know this generation needs more good spy movies and i was like yeah i guess so um, well, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, there's not really much, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of stuff being catered to, like, horror, um, and then the traditional, you know, comedies and stuff, but yeah, there's really not a lot in the way of spy, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, Mission Impossible. Um, well, I, I feel like most of the spy stuff is geared towards older people. They are, exactly, not they to are. to get, like, the younger people interested in the genre, you know, so... Because, I mean, kids, I mean, when I ask my kids who's James Bond, none of them even know who James oh, Bond is. Oh, God, that's, uh, yeah, I know. They've I never can't. heard of him. I admit, I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it's, of course, I'm, I'm just as upset when I, you know, name drop characters from Star Trek. and People have no idea. People just look at me, and I'm like, God, you kids really, no, you don't, how, how? But anyway. Yep, you're, we are living Kel's world now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I wanted to see Doolittle this weekend with T'Challa, but T'Challa says he thinks it's more of a wait for it to stream. So I, I listed it as the movie we'll likely see this coming week, just because I looked at what was out and it's like, oh god. Um, so I will we'll probably see it. And again, I mentioned earlier, I'm not an animal person, so I there is nothing about the fact that it has to do with animals that's appealing to me. It's more so because um robert downey jr is in the movie so right. so um i'm really very much looking forward to it. What, what, what is that it sounds almost like taps or whatever what are, it is it's taps oh there's bad news what are you talking about our beloved show mindhunter i think may be over <sighs> Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't even want to talk about it. 
That's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, so they release all the actors from their contracts. And, um, you know, they did, uh, there was a, another article that came out today where they, they did say that basically it was done. Um, but I mean, it's like, did they, they didn't give a reason why? Yeah, so the showrunner um, said that he thought that it was unfair to hold the actors to their contracts because he's busy with other things. Uh, he's got a new series that he's involved in, and he's got a new season of some other thing he does. And, you know, he just, he didn't feel like it was, he was going to get back to Mindhunter anytime soon, if ever. So he felt that it would be unfair to the actors. And so that's why he released them all from their contract. That's just freaking crazy. He said, you know, it didn't rule out that maybe years from now they could all get back together. That's not good. Whatever. Yeah. But he said that, you know, it's nothing that's going to happen. That's just bull. Because, I mean, I thought like there there's a because i mean my, the plot line is you know basically pulled from the headlines kind of thing so i'm like it's yeah. not like they didn't have an, anywhere else they could go i'm glad that yes it involved the, the atlanta child murders as the last season but i felt like okay we're you know this is one of those series that you're gonna have kind of around for a little while but to, yeah, no i no. well and what bothered me is season one and two had that recurring subplot yep. you know, about the BTK killer. Yep. And now I guess that's just never going to go anywhere. Um, I at least was hoping, you know, if they really were going to wrap it up, I would hope they do one more season. And right. Dump all 20 years or whatever it was. So you get to the point where they, they do something with BTK. Exactly. But. Yeah, that's just frustrating. When I saw, because I did happen to see that you, I guess, attacked me on Facebook and stuff, and I was, you know, I was bummed about it. I made I was, the comment that I'm happy that there's a season three of you that's coming, but I really wanted another season so of my under. They did confirm season three of you? Yep. Okay. I read it somewhere, and, you know, I'm always glancing at, at, uh, at entertainment-type stuff. But, yeah, there's apparently the season three of it which you know will be interesting i think we talked yeah, about it did we talk about two. it on the show i don't remember okay but yeah two so much and i i i am constantly in fear i was in fear of season two because i and look i love dexter mm -hmm. uh, dexter went on too long right yes and we i'm, both I'm agree. constantly <laughs> constantly afraid that you know they're gonna do one season too many of you and then i'm gonna be like <sighs> well and that's just it because we were both saying since since we both enjoyed season, season two, yeah. um, it, they did such a great job of it. And the way it ends, you know, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, we're, they could end it, and, and I'd honestly be okay with it. Yep, me too. Um, now I'm like, I mean, I know where, they're, where they can go moving forward. Yeah, because they kind of left it, you know. Right, like, but I'm not all that, like, they would ha it would have to be like season two for me to be like, oh, my God, because it's, you know, yeah, coming off of season one is like, well, what are you going to do? Season two happens right. like, ah, and so, yeah, three has to be another ah moment um, to to really captivate me. But I mean, I'm going to watch it regardless. So, oh, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, I'll probably binge it the first day or two. And, yep. You know, and, and, you know, hey, they. I did not know what to expect from season two, and they blew me away. They did. They absolutely so did. So maybe they could do it again, you know? Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. 
but yes, that is very sad news about Mindhunter. So speaking of things going away, mm-hmm. I heard that Disney Plus had taken things off. Yeah. They're just putting things on. So Right. So originally people thought that based on the things that were some, being some said. Segue, I'm proud of some of these segues. I know. You, so. That was a clever one. <laughs> <laughs> so people, most people thought that, oh, well, when Disney Plus comes, we'll basically have access to everything, all of Disney. I mean, you know, outside of the things that are still contractually held by like Netflix and all that kind of stuff. Um, that we would just be able to open the vault and everything would be there, but apparently not. Um, now, these first titles that apparently are no longer there, which I have not checked to verify, just based on the article I'd read, I'm, most of them are not like, oh my god, I can't believe it, but a couple of them are. So for whatever reason, and apparently someone said that Disney said it was because of technical issues, but Home Alone, Home Alone 2 are not available. They're leaving in January. Huh. So I guess this month. The Sandlot, Dr. Doolittle, Flicka, uh, The Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which I think is weird because I thought it w- didn't, they didn't put it on there until, because I think this is what, the fifth or sixth one, the last one, right? On Stranger Tides? Yeah. yeah I thought when I checked it, at the time, it said it wasn't going to be there until, like, December 2nd. I mean, I ha- obviously haven't looked since. But right. if it came in December 2nd and is already leaving, what the hell? Um, then there's also Strange Magic. Don't know what that movie is. The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration. Right. White Wilderness. Mickey Three Musketeers. Garfield <laughs> 2. Did not know that was a thing. And Shaggy Dog 06. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that existed. But yeah. Right. I, but regardless, um, people are posting on Twitter and all that stuff and Reddit about it. It's like, well, wait a second, what's going on? And so some of the people think that it has to do with ultimately now that they're live, understanding the implications of maybe having some of those contracts tied to other places. But yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, well, when I, decided to to subscribe Disney Plus. I mean, I didn't anticipate that they'd have every single thing, but I did feel like they'd have most of the things that I would think of, you know, that yeah. are Disney. So the thought, well, for one, I don't I don't even think of Home Alone as Disney. I, I didn't know. either. I thought that was like a 20th century. Well, they they bought Fox, though, didn't they? they uh, or is it ABC? Did they uh, they bought ABC, right? They bought ABC, but they also bought Fox. That's how um they got, you know, Deadpool for instance is going to be, you know, Huh. But I thought with with Fox that they'd split the divisions, so know, television was on its Simpsons. own and the movies were on its own. Yeah, but that's how they got the Simpsons. Huh. Okay. Well, so yeah, I don't think of Home Alone as a Disney movie, yeah, or, or Disney even. property for that matter. Yeah. Um. So someone on the there was only one comment on this particular article. <laughs> it was hilarious. This person was like. How does anyone complain about Home Alone 1 and 2 not being on Disney Plus? And how do they not already own the DVDs? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, but I mean, so many people now are not buying DVDs. Like my brother, all he does is buy digital copies of stuff. Right. He, he just, yeah, he does not buy, buy DVDs anymore. I couldn't even tell you. Well, no, I can't tell you the last DVD I bought. I went to the store and actually bought Frozen. but. 
I, I'd ordered some DVDs online for a series that I couldn't find anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I don't buy DVDs. Why, why would you? I have a collection and I have the same rule with it as I do with like stuff in my closet. It, I think I have like five or six containers that are, they're nice decorative ones that have the DVDs in there. And I'm like, if, if it gets to the point where it's, it would overflow, then something has to go. So right. if one thing comes in, something comes out. So it's not that I'm actively growing my DVD collection. So, but anyway, I yeah. just thought it was interesting that they would uh, have titles <laughs> that would be leaving already. Yeah, I mean, I had just assumed that they would slowly add everything to it. They would all be there because I understood why not everything was there from day one. But I figured they would just keep adding to it. I, it didn't occur to me that they would cycle. Right. And that's what most, yeah, most people didn't think it would be like Netflix because it's like, well, hell, you right. own this stuff. So exactly. make it available. Um, because apparently, too, in the same article, they talked about how Disney Plus saw subscribers cancel after The Mandalorian wrapped. Right. Yeah. So because it's like, I think, if, I believe I read it correctly. They had said something about they there was a, a higher expectation of new content you know it was like well mandalorian's done what else is there to watch yeah, yeah they have a few movies on there but, you know the the original movies or at least the movies that you know they're streaming there that are new um i watched the live action uh what was it lady and the tramp god why bad movie um, yeah i was about to say the first the original is fine enough for me just like with Lion well, King, the original was fine. I didn't see the uh, the remake. Well, the original is like my mom's favorite Disney cartoon. Aww. So one of the nights she came over to watch TV with me, I said, oh, they made a live action. Oh, God. I watched it. And it was so funny. I, I thought, I didn't know if I mentioned it on the show, but, you know, half, after a little while, she, she turned to me and she says, is that dog talking? <laughs> no, you did and not said, mention yeah. it on the show. And I said, I said uh, well, you know, it's, it's CGI, it's special effects. <laughs> it's like, well, how do they make it talk? And I said, you know, you know, I mean, you've, you know, <laughs> special effects. I said, even back in the old day when Mr. Ed would talk, you know, he wasn't actually talking, right? They have, they <laughs> Your mom is so precious. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, I just did he looked like it's a real dog and it's talking. And I said, I'm not even sure that is a real dog. It could be completely CGI. But it, I said, his mouth is definitely CGI. It's fake. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I did not know you saw the movie. I, I know. Because Gwen and I, were when it was coming out and all that stuff, we're, we both collectively were like, no, that's a pass. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there the are only, certain movies I don't need to see it remade. And there, the, that, the only thing about it that I thought was weird and I understand why they did it. And, and on the one hand, I think it's wonderful because there's no reason why, from a character standpoint, it couldn't be this way. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> at the same time, in the, the, the live action version, um, the, the mom or the, you know, the wife in the movie, uh, she's black and the husband's white, right? Okay. And, uh, and you know, I I don't know. It's weird because like normally I think there's nothing like in a stage production. I don't care, you know, what color they are, blah, blah, blah. But it seems so weird in the movie because first of all, I think she's the only black person in the entire movie. Uh, Second, um, since it's live, this movie, it just seemed weird that nobody commented, you know, that it's set back in whatever the time it was set in. I don't know, Mm -hmm. like 1800s, early 1900s. 
And surely, you know, an interracial couple would have been very unusual. But nobody yeah. mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know because on the one hand, I, I am all for diversity. Mm-hmm. When they made the Fantastic Four movie a few years ago, and they had, um, you know, what's his name who played uh, Killmonger in Black Panther, Michael B. John, um, Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. He played the Human Torch. Right. right? And and some people online they lost their freaking mind. Um, I didn't because I mean I thought he was he captured the character perfectly. And he was the best part of the movie. Right? Yeah, I think it's, there's a fine line. There are but times that's modern where modern day. And <laughs> well, yeah, there are times where if you're telling a story it, and if you're doing it and reflecting history in some sense, right. you can't. Yeah, you can't have a, an African American person playing the the Lord of the Plantation kind of thing. You know, you, it right. just it doesn't make any sense. Um, but there are there are times in stories where I don't really care. Like I'm like, yeah, right. the color doesn't bother me. But yeah, if it is if it's distinctly a period piece, no, I'm sorry, you can't play. Right. Yeah. But again, like, like, I was not interested enough to watch it. So that but is like when I go see um like uh, I used to every year I would go see the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And it's a very diverse cast, you know, and I know it's, you know, set in Russian history, you know, they're all at a party, but I never care about that because, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, there was even years like the, the little girl whose name I forget, the main girl, you know, who dances the, all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, black for several years. Um, and it was the same girl each year. And, uh, and she was wonderful. Mm-hmm. That didn't bother me at all. But for some reason, uh, Lady in the Tramp, it was like, I don't know. <laughs> And it's funny no. it's that it's this movie that you're like yeah i have an issue with it but well I, like i said i think it was like like i said i think she's the only black person in the movie um but the whole time i was like hmm. i mean everybody's like i mean all these white people come to the house and all this stuff and i'm like you know some of these racist damn white people wouldn't be going <laughs> You know, well, I no, mean, I mean, I understand because, like, you know, I I enjoy watching Murdoch mysteries, and it was set in the the later nineteen um, was it like the latter part of the nineteenth century, but yeah. it was a little while before they started to put in black people. So it was, you know, I mean, it it looks it's clear that in this the series they do make an effort to be uh, historically accurate, but yeah. they in addition to that they have put in. Um, people of color in different places. And I mean, there is the, a lot of times in those cases, it's kind of the whole, you know, why is this black person, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But I do think it's important when you're doing it in a historical context that you show or you represent it correctly um, right. when possible, when it doesn't affect plot or whatever. But I, I, like I said, I think it's hilarious that this is the movie that you're like, no. <laughs> well, I, it, it, honestly, I think what it was is I was kind of bored. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there and then, you know, my mind latches onto something. Oh, okay. Okay. So you think, you know, the, at that. Yeah. The longer I'm sitting there, the more like this one thing started. To, <laughs> one of these things, you know. but not like the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like in, a lot of my stories, you know, are set in the thirties and you know, now they're moved into the forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, one of my main characters in the Lazarus Gray series is a homosexual man. And um, so even though a couple of the other characters are aware of this and they're okay with it, right, I, I still have plenty of, you know, realistic things in there where, you know, people aren't okay with it, you know, and... Because, I mean, he's not, is yes. he living openly? No, 
Okay, so I mean that's certainly uh, yeah. true to the period. Yeah, and uh, but in one of the most recent books, one one of the things that happened is uh, a bad guy got hold of like all of their secrets mm-hmm. and had them published in the press. So in like the last, you know, in this book, you know, they're all dealing with that. And one of the things he's dealing with is, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's not sure how to handle this. You know, he's had a long-term boyfriend in the series and he's like trying to distance himself from him because he doesn't know, he doesn't want people, you know, see them together and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, he's, he's having a tough time with it. Well, I do think it's interesting, much like that, when, and relating back to the whole color thing, um, I've been watching Father Brown. It's a, a series, a British series. And it's set in like the 50s, well, 40s, 50s, clearly. And one of the ladies in it, she's basically, she's like a hoe. She sleeps with everybody, but she's a lady and, you know, she is married and all that kind of stuff. But just looking at seeing the way that they treat it, because I'm like, you know, a lot of the times we think about things kind of in a blanket way where it's like, oh, well, this was just frowned upon. But it's interesting when you shine the light on the thing that's actually frowned upon to see how people are interacting and how they behave as a result of it but you know so you know it's like yeah society dictates this thing but you know so it's funny because in her particular case she's like best friends with with the um the vicar (laughs) even though she has very loose morals and all that kind of stuff but um yeah that's that's pretty that's interesting yeah yeah so speaking of um you know streaming services NBC's is going to be coming out sooner than later. And for those who didn't already know, the streaming service is going to be called Peacock. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it, it, ultimately, it's all about bringing back Punky Brewster. It must be. I think so. Well, you know, they announced that today. Did they really? Yeah, Why Punky Brewster. You... It's, not, it's not a reboot. Oh, God. Okay. So Leo Moon Fry is coming back as Punky Brewster. And the girl who played her best friend on the original show is coming back as her best friend. Oh, that is interesting. I mean, I, I don't know what it is with everyone feeling the need to, to you know, bring back everything. Because, what is it? I talked about Lizzie McGuire. Sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no doubt that'll be the, the, uh, their theme song. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> That was Katy Perry, by the way. Yes, I, I knew that, that. I knew who it was, but um, I do think it's interesting. Obviously, all these shows coming back, and like you know, I mentioned uh, Lizzie McGuire. Apparently, the the showrunner for it has already left, like because they brought back the original showrunner, and you know how it is in the industry where it's like, oh yeah, things just weren't really working out. We weren't seeing eye to eye, so I think they're gonna have an entirely new showrunner. <laughs> for it mm-hmm. uh but yeah punky bruce gosh i mean that's a blast from the past i certainly remember watching it when i was yeah. younger i heard they were talking about bringing back um quantum leap although I oh think, wow scott bacula oh i i think that is going to be a reboot though okay well i mean that that would be fine there's no issue with that being i don't know if dean stockwell's still alive i don't th- th- good question i, d- I mean obviously so. bacula is right um, and it would be nice to see Sam finally get home. But. <laughs> um, he is still alive. He is 83. Wow, okay. So I don't know I mean, he... I, I suppose they may do something with him. You know, like a... 
maybe he'll do some sort of cameo of some sort. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love Scott Bakula. I mean, that's, that is where I remember one of my best friends in high school, she was in love with him and it was because of this, this series. And so anytime anyone says that, I always think about that. And then he also was in a series called men of a certain age that mm-hmm. also had, um, the guy in Brooklyn nine, nine and Andre Brower, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Right? The black guy. Yeah. Yeah, they had that. Uh, it only lasted, I think, two seasons on like USA or something or TNT. One of those. I really enjoyed that. But that would be kind of cool, actually, to see Quantum Leap again. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He was a show called Star Trek Enterprise, also. Yes, I which I never did see, and it was on my list at one point. And yeah. So, anyway, yeah. going back to Peacock, they are going to officially um, launch. I want to see your Peacock. April 15, 2020, but it's going to, this is an early launch, and for those of us who have Xfinity, um, X1, which I do, and customers who have Flex, they will get to see it as of April 15, 2020, and then the national debut is going to be July 15th of 2020, so Mm -hmm. I don't... (laughs) I don't know, you know, I'm always kind of on the fence about this whole streaming thing. And it's like, it's almost like you just either do everything streaming or just don't. Because the, the transition, I'm, I feel like, it is going on way too long with the whole traditional TV versus the streaming. But yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not like excited about it because I'm like, it's NBC. I think there's a different feeling for something like a Disney you know, for yeah. NBC or even any of the others that are doing streaming options, I'm like, nah, I don't really care. Yeah, I have the CBS one mainly just so I can watch all the Star Trek stuff. Right. Oh, CBS All Access. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I do know they put stuff on there that you can't watch on regular television. Like right. they don't, you know, yeah, it's not available. But I don't know. It's like in the, in the entire cable industry, what's going to happen to it ultimately? with all of these these companies almost going rogue in a sense and having their own streaming, you know, that's going to change the way a traditional cable package or cable works. Um, you know, I, I know that in this case, obviously they partnered with Xfinity so that they could do the official launch early, but I don't know. It's, it's going to be weird. Yeah. I, I would think that maybe by the time we are like in her, our seventies or something that, traditional tv won't won't really be around as much like everything will be streaming yeah yeah i would yeah i think you're right i think everything is going to be streaming i'm not at movie theaters for much longer to be honest with you although i still i mean you know i like the movie theater experience i do too i mean i i'd love to go to the movies at least once a month uh, just because it's different you know? Well, it is. When I'm in there, everything but, else just gets drowned out. I mean, I'm just in there. But I wonder if that's a generational thing, though. Maybe. Because when I talk to the kids, most of them are like, you know, they'd rather watch it. If they could find it streaming somewhere online illegally, they'll watch it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think, yeah, I think it is because of 
you know, we like the, we grew up with the movie theater being a very big part of our activities, right. you know, like it was a big deal to go. That was exactly. where you got to meet up with, you know, different people and, you know, it, it, it is a, yeah. But I think everything is, everything in history essentially is cyclical. So even with it, let's just say it does fall out of fashion for maybe 30 40 years then it becomes new again and it's like oh the idea of going to a movie theater and you know so i think i think it might be like the folks who buy um vinyl though Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know in the big city you know a couple of them have you know they they have a movie theater so like what like kind of like what a drive-in has become where it's very very hmm, yeah maybe yeah which would be a shame, but it would be because I mean I th- I can kind of see maybe in the uh, as uh, in the future that yes people are going to want to watch it more at home, but that there's going to be a lot more of a social aspect to it, you know. Mm-hmm. So like while the the show is going, they'll maybe have this stupid box with all this people commenting and doing stupid crap. Right. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, so yes, if you're if anyone is interested in NBC, they will have um, various streaming options with ads, without ads. You know, of course, you'll pay for it, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's that's apparently happening. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too thrilled about it at the moment. I'll see what I think when it gets closer. You know. Well, I think for me, I, you know, I still have traditional cable. I pay for it. So I'm like, it's enough for me to just have that one. If it, if the industry shifts so much so that the things that I'm used to watching, I can't get readily, um, you know, have ready access to, then maybe. But the fact that like right now with cable, I get, you know, the new shows as well as there's a crap ton of them on, um, that are on demand. So if I miss it, then I can just pull it, you know, and, and watch it. But right. yeah, I'm, I, I'm not too, too thrilled about the, the, um, the apps now simply because as a cable subscriber, if I'm going to also do those, that's an additional, you know, up to maybe 10 or however many dollars a month on top of what I'm already paying, you know, so right. I don't know. Don't know. The, maybe the new cable model will look more like Netflix and Hulu, where it's like a conglomerate with them getting the different properties. And so, yeah, I mean, they're going to c- cannibalize themselves, but whatever. Yeah. All right. So I think we're done, right? I thought this was going to be a short show because I didn't even want to record today. And I was in a very, very, very bad mood <laughs> and a very dark place. But. We right. made it through it. I I can check the box. It's done. Yay. <laughs> All right. So um, when do we come back? We are like off for two weeks, right? We're off for like, what? <laughs> Are, <laughs> oh, this is going to be like the new schedule, you know? Oh, so like the, the we'll do one episode a season? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> It'll no, be like Mindhunter, you know, we'll, we'll release an announcement that we've been released from our contracts. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, when when we started recording the show right before, because, so usually my prep for the show is I tend to prep the day of, like, earlier in the afternoon, I'll go in and kind of use that time to think through what I want to talk about. And so today, you know, I went through the motions, and I was like, God, I just, I don't want, I just want to crawl into my bed. 
it, it was just weird because I woke up and I was pretty much okay. And the day was going okay enough. And then after there was a, just one point, my mood just completely fell off. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I didn't take my meds. I took my meds, all that stuff. But I just was like hating everything and everyone and myself. And right. I just felt like I just had too much going on. And my brain just kind of got to the po- the point where it was just tired and so it t- kind of checked out um and then yeah I mean then I was thinking too about the whole issues with me obviously spending because I'm in a mood and right. so I don't, I don't know and then I'm also getting that itch again to to like where I'm sort of missing that person that I'm not contacting again oh yeah so, don't do that. yeah I'm not gonna do that but it just I don't know it's just weird well, and, uh, you know, I know you, you never want to admit it, but, you know, you're, you're miserable until you get on, you know, the con- connection with me. That's, that is so true. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, butterflies. And- Absolutely. I love my honky. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, All yes, right. ultimately it was good that we recorded because it did help to improve my mood. And so I won't be, you know, slitting any wrists or anything today. Yeah. Not today. Not today. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, peace out, motherfuckers. We'll be back next week. Um, and it, maybe we'll have a special guest. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah, I did talk to T'Challa, and he said that he wanted to be a guest on the, another show at some point. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is certainly invited to, to um, come and be a guest again. All right. I will make sure that he knows. So, Maybe uh, he will be uh, with us next Thursday. Oh, and another surprise for this season. So what's going to make this season cool in 2020 is that we will actually do a show where we're both recording in the same place. I've completely Went off quiet. When are we doing it? What? <laughs> I've completely forgot. When, when are we doing this? No, it's, this is new to you. It's not something okay. I told you that you managed to, to forget. Say. I'm like, uh, so, right. so here's the thing I, you know, I infrequently drive. And so right. I don't, I can maybe go sometimes like a year without doing an oil change just because I don't put that much. Oh that much yeah. Miles. You didn't tell me you would eventually come to. Right. So yeah, I mentioned, I mean, so I didn't say it any time recently, but I did mention that the next time I had to do an oil change would be a great opportunity for us to meet up because I drive to Milledgeville to get my mm-hmm. oil change. So my, huh? And that's where I work. Exactly. So my um my little gauge thing is at twenty percent. When it drops to fifteen, is when I need to go get service. And so yeah, I, that was the plan. When I you know have to go and get service, I would figure out whatever day works best for you, and that would be the day I come down. We can grab something to eat and we can record the show. All right, that sounds fun. I mean, I don't know where we would do it though. We'd have to like do it live car. at the brick. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We'd, have, we'd have to tell him, you know, like, pardon me, can you tell the next table over to be quiet? We're doing a show. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that that would be really cool, you know, or certainly exciting that, you know, after however many years, we'll actually be in person and record the show together. Yeah, which will be, cool. be interesting to me. I'm wondering if, like, when we're actually back together, if I'll have less to say. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Because I, I really am becoming that, you know, like, hermit, so. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Right, well, that sounds cool. 
All right. Uh, now, that will be happening in the coming no. weeks. It might take a while to get that other 5% off. No, no, I'm driving more. So, you know, it, it'll happen. I, I do think it'll be this season. How about that? Okay. That so, works. We have, what, 12 episodes in a season? Yep. So, yeah. We got 11 more. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.